0: God doesn't just give us a little bit of Himself. He gives us everything. He gives us everything. He he, he gives us the love of the Father. He gives us the understanding, compassion of Jesus, the love of Jesus. He, He gives us the advocate, the counselor of the Holy Spirit. He pours everything into us when we call on His name. And that is so amazing. But yet I don't think we grasp it all. I don't think we fully understand it, and maybe we won't ever understand it until we actually get to be with him. And that's okay. That is okay. You know what? So there's so much here, but Jesus Jesus tells us though, in that, that you know what? You don't get all that until I go to the Father and then I'll send the Holy Spirit back to you. And that's where we're at in chapter 16. But before I read anything out of John chapter 16, I want us to remember why John wrote this. And uh, I was I was asked last week this verse that I quote every week of John chapter 20 verse 31. Can't that be for all of God's Word? Yeah. That can be for all of God's Word. It says, but these things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing, believing, you will have life in His name. That's why John wrote it. And we need to understand that. And we need to keep that in mind as we read, as we dive in to any of His Word. It's written so that we will know that Jesus is the Christ. Let's go to him in prayer. Father God, I thank You. For this morning. I thank you for every individual that is here today. I thank you. I thank you for each one here. That, that they have come and, and that they're just open in their heart. Uh, God, and I just pray that in that they hear you. They hear you and your word. And, and if I say anything that is not of you, God, I pray that it falls to the wayside and it is not taken from here. But your word will not depart from here, Your word. Your word fill us your word is what we just put our eyes upon and focus on God I thank you for your love I thank you that uh, we have I thank you that we can fully fully rely on you and you are our rock you are our rock and I thank you for that Lord I pray this morning that we're just ready to hear Your Word. And that in that, we come closer to You in our relationship. God, I thank You that You desire a relationship with us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Alright. John chapter 16. And we're going to start in verse 16. A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. Because I go to the Father. Then some of His disciples said among themselves, What is this that He says to us? A little while and you will not see Me. And again, a little while and you will see Me. And because I go to the Father. They said, therefore, what is this that He says? A little while. Why? We, we do not know what He is saying. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask Him. And He said to them, Are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said a little while and you will not see me? And again a little while and you will see me? Most assuredly I say to you that you will weep and lament, but but the world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman when she is in labor has sorrow because her hour has come, but as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for the joy, for joy that a human being has been born into the world. <clears throat> Therefore, you now have song, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you, and in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in My name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in My name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father Himself loves you because you have loved Me, and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to Him, See, now You are speaking plainly and using no figurative speech. Now we are sure that You know all things and have no need that anyone should question You. By this we believe that you come forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you believe? Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, and has now come that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is good. His word is good. A little while. A little while can have several different meanings, can it? A little while. Truly, just in my own house, it can have several different meanings. Just how Christie. A little while and I'll be home. Can mean five minutes or five hours. <laughs> a little while I'll take the trash out. Can mean right now or tomorrow morning. <laughs> right? Yeah. A little while and I'll take care of that. Yeah. Or a little while and, and, and I'll, I'll make sure that happens. In a little while I'll do it. Can mean tomorrow, a week from now. <laughs> month from now right yeah to some people in the church in a little while i'll paint the hallways wait oh that was wrong (laughs) inside joke sorry (laughs) see i mean a little while can mean all different kinds of things but in this (laughs) in this a little while that little three word deal Made the apostles scratch their head and wonder what it meant. It has made many Bible scholars scratch their head and wonder what it meant. A little while. (laughs) Let me just say the precise time frame of verse 16 is uncertain. It's uncertain. It may mean that the Lord would be away for three days and then and then reappear to them in His resurrection. It may mean that He would go back to the Father in heaven and then after a little while, the present age, He would come back to them in His second coming. Or it may mean for a little while they would not see Him see Him in their, with their physical eyes. But after the Holy Spirit was given to them at Pentecost, they, they would perceive Him by faith in a way that they had never seen Him before. So there's all different kinds of views on this statement of in a little while. In a little while. But, but here's what I say. If we spend all of our time trying to figure out what this statement of in a little while means, we're missing the point that Jesus is giving. We don't need to, we don't need to focus and camp on in a little while and try to figure all that out. Because the, it, Jesus actually goes on. See, see, He lays it out in verse 20. In verse 20, He says, he says uh, Verily, verily, I say unto thee. Or amen, amen. Right, Which we know means, hey, focus, focus. Eyeballs. Matt Miles' way. Boys. Boys, Boys, listen. Before you start reading verse 20, there's something very important in verse 19 that I want to point out before we go to 20. Uh, Verse 19 says this Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him, and he said to them, Are you inquiring among yourselves? About what I said, a little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me. You see, being God, Jesus was able to read their thoughts. Jesus was able to know what they were questioning and know what they were thinking. And and, and He revealed in His question, He revealed His full knowledge of their perplexity. I want you to know that Jesus knows your thoughts he knows what you're thinking hey you know a lot of times I think that uh, I think I've used the word car uh, uh, compartmentalize we compartmentalize Jesus we give Him parts of our life. We give Him parts of us, but we don't give Him everything. And the parts that we, that we don't give Him, we, we think we can hide from Him and, and our thoughts in that. And we, and we think that we can, we can keep this to the side and, and, and in this time we're, yes, Jesus, In this time we're not. It's not true. We can't keep our thoughts from Jesus. We can't do that. He knows our thoughts. You can read them, good or bad. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, that's who He is. But, But what I want you to hear in this is just be honest with Him. Be real with Him. Be honest with Him. Share your thoughts with Him. Ask Him for help to get rid of the thoughts that are not of Him. I ask Him for help in the thoughts of question. You know why? Because in all honesty, uh, I I think we all have thoughts of question. And that's okay. As long as we take them to Him. You see, He knows knows our life. He knows all about us. No matter if we're trying to hide something or not. He knows it all. And yet, you know what's cool about that? Is He knows all of you, and He still loves you. He knows about every thought that you have had and and will have, and He still loves you, and He wants a relationship with you. and And He says, you know what? Hey, I'm your friend and your Savior. Don't ever feel like you need to hide anything from Jesus. He knows. he knows what you're going through. He knows what's on your heart. He knows what's in your mind. He knows your struggles. He knows your joys. He knows everything about you. Don't try to hide them. Be honest with you. Be honest with you. That's who He is. And He loves you just the way you are. So come to Him. See, I also want you to see that Jesus did not answer their problem directly. He didn't do it directly, but He gave them further information concerning this little while. Verse 20. Verse 20 and following. Most assuredly. Or verily, verily. Or focus, focus. Right? He's saying, listen, listen. I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. And you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow that I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. And in that day you will ask me nothing, most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask in the Father, you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you'll receive, and your joy may be full. Jesus was telling them that the world's gonna rejoice in him being crucified. And them succeeding in crucifying. They will rejoice. But in that, the disciples would weep and mourn. They would struggle in that, but it would only be for a short while because their sorrow would be turned into joy. And it absolutely was, right? First by the resurrection, and then a little while later, it was because of the Holy Spirit coming to them at Pentecost. And in this church, I want you to hear this. See, because maybe I would say what Jesus says. Verily, verily, I say unto thee. For followers of Jesus, grief will be turned to rejoicing. It It will be turned to rejoicing. When the Lord comes back, it will happen. It will absolutely happen. And we can take that for ourselves and what Jesus is saying here. He goes on to compare our grief and our sorrows and struggles with the ability to forget them. Right? Uh, That comparison comes from a a woman giving birth to a child. And and how she so readily forgets the labor pains. I, I I want you to think about this. Dads, any dads in here that have experienced their wife going through childbirth. If you have any understanding of their ability to forget this, you're not like me. <laughs> I can't figure this out. Like, it's just the way God made them, and it's amazing. Because listen, we were in the delivery room. Christy was giving birth. Oh, she just came over, I'm come over here. She, she, she's given birth to one of our precious baby girls. And I'm right there in her face helping her breathe, right? And she grabs a hold of my ear, <laughs> And I mean, cranks on it. And I'm like, stopping to her breathe, like, I was, you know, like helping her breathe. It went from helping her breathe to me breathing. Blowing that feather up, right? That's what you're supposed to do. Because she was cranking on that dude. I, I still remember it. I still remember the pain. But she forgot the pain as soon as she held on to her. That's what Jesus is talking about. We will not hang on to it like my poor ear, okay? (laughs) We will forget it. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. But let me tell you, in that, that can be today too. That can be today too because Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to live within us. To be in us. The Holy Spirit, if we truly believe is the Godhead in us, walking us through our struggles and our trials and our storms, we can have joy. We can rejoice. We can can be of Him. We can put our eyes upon Him and find joy in all of that. Is it easy? No. No, because the negative of the world and the negative of our, of our flesh wants to draw us down, right? It doesn't want us to have joy. It doesn't want us to rejoice. But in that, when we put our eyes upon Him and we deny our flesh and we focus on Him, we can stand in joy that the world doesn't understand. But in Him, we can. You see, because... Uh, That power that's in us is a power that conquers all. That power that is in us is the same power that rose Jesus from the grave. It's the same power within us. The same power to overcome our struggles and all the negative of our life, all the negative of this world. So let rejoicing be upon our lips. Right? It's pretty easy to turn to the negative, isn't it? It's pretty easy to talk about all the things that are negative in our life, in our job, in and, and, and having no rain. Now we have rain, right? But, but I guarantee you, somebody's already said, Well, I bet we won't see any more for two or three weeks, months, years, right? Like the negative can overcome us. We have to be about Him. And that's what should be on our lips. We can't find joy when we're off in the negative of the flesh and negative of the world. We can find joy when we rejoice when we have joy in Him and we have our eyes upon Him. You see, what I'm getting at is let the Holy Spirit be alive in you and quit putting Him in a box. Quit pushing Him down. Quit not letting Him work in your life. Start putting your eyes on Him and let that power be in you and alive in you. Put your focus on Him and let the joy explode from within you. Because that joy is in you. If you confess Jesus Christ as Lord, the joy is in you. Let it explode from you. Let it overwhelm you. stop living of the flesh. Cuz that's what we're doing. And I'm preaching to myself this morning, stop living of the flesh and pick up our cross and follow him. Let the Holy Spirit be alive in us. Do not let this world take the or let the world and the evil of this world take the rejoicing and joy from you. Jesus says, <clears throat> But I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. And in that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give you until now. You have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. You see, uh, up to this point, the disciples... walked with Jesus. Up to this point, they didn't need to pray to the Father because every question that they had, they asked Jesus. He was right there. They just... I I mean, I I bet they berated Him with questions. (laughs) I I hope that I would have. I mean, everything. They asked Him, but now He's saying, hey, listen to me. You're not going to be able to do that anymore because I'm going to the Father. And so now those questions, you're going to have to ask the Father in my name. Ask those questions. He he is there for you. And the Father will grant the request. The Father will grant those requests. Church, we need to understand that those requests will not be granted to us because we are worthy. Because we are not worthy. But Jesus, Jesus is worthy. Jesus is worthy, and that's why they'll be answered. He he wants to answer his prayers uh, through that, right? And then in that, joy will be fulfilled. Exactly what He's laying out. To His disciples and to others. Church a little while has several <coughs> different meanings. But we can know that in a little while, when our time on this earth is done, or Jesus comes back, we will see Him. We will see Him. Hey, eh, In a little while, if you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, you will see Him. And I'll tell you what, I I think that we throw that around a lot, but the depth of the truth of that in itself should put rejoicing on our lips. Joy in our heart. Because one day we will be with Him. One day we will be with Him, but Please don't overlook the fact that if you confess Jesus Christ as Lord, you do not have to wait a little while because you have the Godhead living in you. You have the Holy Spirit living in you, making His home with you. And listen, if you have not confessed Jesus Christ as Lord today, is the day to do that because in that, if you do that, you will perceive Him in a. Receive Him by faith in a way that you have never seen Him before. And it will be amazing. And you won't be able to stop the joy coming from your your heart and the rejoicing coming from your lips. But listen to Him. Whatever you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, you'll receive That's what He says. And your joy will be made full. And I'll be honest, I don't fully grasp what this is saying. I don't fully grasp the, the depths of this. But it's okay. I want to. I want to. I, I want to stop putting God in a box and start, start letting my eyes see His joy in my struggles. See His way in my inability to understand a situation that I may be in. see His answers to my prayers. I open my eyes to Him in a way that I never have before. See His power in my weakness. That's what I want. Church, let us lay down our flesh. I mean, truly lay down our flesh and pick up our cross and follow Him wherever He leads. Church, say amen if you're ready to follow Jesus wherever He leads. Amen. amen. Church, say amen if you're ready to leave, ready to follow Jesus wherever he leads. Amen. 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 The desires of the flesh will lead us astray. And the flesh wants to overwhelm us. The flesh wants to shut the Holy Spirit down. The flesh wants the desires of the world. And not the way and the will of Jesus. And you know why? We have the Holy Spirit in us with a power that we can't even fathom. And if we allow the Holy Spirit to truly work in us and all that power to be in us and, and, and through us and in our minds, it is unstoppable about what Jesus can do in our life. So church, church let us be about verse 33, John 16, 33, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace, His peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Amen, amen. I want to tie to that Hebrews four sixteen. It says, "Let us therefore come boldly, <clears throat> not we call, but boldly. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need." Amen, amen. Church, this week I challenge you to find His joy. Church, this week, I I challenge you to find His joy no matter what's going on in your life. Find His joy. Find rejoicing on your lips no matter what you go through. Church, if you're needing prayers for anything, we are here to pray with you. I'm here to pray with you. The elders are here to pray with you. We want to lift you up. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, we want to be here with you. I'm going to be with you on this journey. And if you today are confessing Jesus Christ for the first time, man, I'm rejoicing. And I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I'm going to invite the praise team to come up. Church, if you've been struggling with letting the Holy Spirit at work in your life, change it. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a choice. It's a choice to to allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life or not. It's a choice to follow or not. It's a choice to deny the flesh and pick up the cross and follow or not. And I want to encourage you to be intentional. Intentional about denying the flesh and picking up your cross. I want to challenge you to be intentional about finding His joy. Intentional about rejoicing coming from your lips and not negative things in your life in this world. <coughs> in a little while, we will see. In a little while, we will. We will him, And it will be a day of rejoicing. Well, that doesn't mean we need to wait till that day to rejoice, okay? Let's be about Him. And if you need prayers in any of that, please, please come and seek prayer from me or the elders. There'll be some elders in the back. If you go back there, I promise you an elder will gather up with you. Come up here and pray with me whatever. Come up here and pray by yourself if you want to. It, it's about seeking Him. It's not about us. It's about Him. Let's go to heaven prayer. Father God, I thank You. I thank You for sending the Holy Spirit to live in us. I pray that we don't dampen the Holy Spirit. though. That <clears throat> we don't do anything to snuff Him out. That's for the devil. The devil's snuffing out, Lord. And You do that. And I thank You for that. I pray right now that we allow Your joy to be full in us. Because You you left. You had to. You had to leave for us. You had to leave so the Holy Spirit could come in and dwell in us. And when, when that took place, that was the, <clears throat> the first time we know, Jesus, that was the first time that, that, that instead of you walking beside Him, you're walking in in us. That should bring rejoicing. Lord, thank You for that. Lord, I pray that, That we let the full power of the Holy Spirit be in us. The full power overflow from us. That we stop putting you in a box. And we let you work. God, I pray today that we walk away from here today with your word just being overwhelming on our heart that we just be all about you. And Lord, if I said anything this morning that was not of you, Lord, I pray that it falls to the dirt and it's stomped on and, and your truth be carried from here. God, I thank you for every person here, Lord. And I pray that if anybody is overwhelmed by their struggles, that they come to you in prayer, that they seek they seek others to pray with them. I pray that right now. God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you that we can just sing and rejoice right now in your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you need prayers, come forward. Go to the back. Uh, stand single.